Kionda, hi Jeff. So dog is still whining even after correcting on e-collar whether dog is in kennel or on place. Mm-hmm. I've even corrected hi, tips, thanks. Okay, so I get- To add, dog is usually crying because husband left the room or because he wants out kennel or just because he's bored and wants off place. Okay, so number one, none of those three things matter. So if the dog is bored, tough shit. First of all, that's our interpretation. So the, pro- the problem is people are not doing enough duration work. I would do sit stays, do a lot of long sit stays, hour, two hour sit stays, up elevated in a chair or on a platform. Usually what a lot of people are doing is they talk too much to their dog. They give their dog too much affection. They spend too much, give their dog way too much attention. And because of that, when you withhold that, the dogs whine more. Or the dog is always actively doing something and they never spent enough time getting it to do nothing. So I've got high drive dogs. I keep them active, but I spend even more time keeping them just relaxing with no play toys. Just just relax, do nothing. So the art of doing nothing is a huge skill to have. As far as whining is concerned, usually by day two of my seminar, all dogs stop whining. So it can be done, it does get done. I do it all the time, but I'm not there again. I'm gonna keep saying this because I've seen owners describe a situation that they're doing, and I actually see them do it, and I'm like, that's not the way that you describe, nor is it the way that I would do it. A lot of people say, oh, I do it just like you, and I'm like, you're doing it actually the opposite of how I do it. So, um, all I can say is, you know, if your husband's leaving, maybe your husband also needs to be holding the dog accountable a little bit more as well, and cutting down on the affection. Next. How are you? Thanks for everybody for putting up with our late show. I appreciate it. Um, time change has been interesting and the time we're around, like we just got back. We just got back. We had to buy all the snacks tonight for the seminar coming up tomorrow in Oahu. Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com to see our schedule. Um, next upcoming seminars are in, um, we've got a great one in Seattle, one a little bit north of um, San Francisco in a small town called Petaluma, but that's a good one. And then we're doing a surprise one in um, Providence, which we're really, really excited about, like Christmas mm-hmm. weekend. Um, the name of the show is What Would Jeff Do? It is a um, one hour or an hour and a half show, depends on our today, what we're gonna do. Um, it's a Q&A show. Most people ask questions, how do you stop, how do you stop, how do you stop? So everyone's gonna learn how to properly punish their dog. My seminars, my two-day seminars, also are based on how do you stop, how do you stop, how do you stop? They're also, like you'll learn basic obedience, but how do you stop unwanted behaviors? The reason why dogs are turned into shelters, the reason why people are struggling, the reason why people are in pain are because they can't get their dogs to stop unwanted behaviors. So, and we're just talking about leech reactivity, separation anxiety, and then obviously we can go into the whole aggression spectrum. So once we start talking about aggression, it's hard for me to do that on um, a podcast um, like this, but we deal with heavy aggressive dogs. So at our training center, we deal with extremely really challenging dogs. Now, my seminar is one of the only seminars that you can bring any dog with any behavior problem right in. All the dogs are in the same room all together, and we were, it's a very safe environment. We've done close to 150 of these. This year, 2020, we've got over 28 scheduled in six different countries. So check that out. So here we go. Joelle. All right. <clears throat> Britt, I've been working on not talking much on walks. It works. I'm so proud. 35 days of on collar. I love my walks. I'm a happy shepherd mom. He is happy. And um, hold on. she walks by 40 barking dogs a day. Wow. That's also, impressive. I'm also adding speed. She's. Well, she stays by my side. Yesterday, I walked my shepherd past four barking chihuahuas with her not reacting, and the lady told her dog, good dogs. That's great. So, so number one, you're, as far as walking, first of all, congratulations on all your hard work. Number two, do definitely do variable speed. Um, you're doing a great job. Awesome. It's one of the best feelings in the world when you've got a dog that you struggled with to walk, to finally walk, and I'm super proud of all your hard work. Next. Janine. Hi guys, what is a good response to your neighbors or anyone in public who calls you out for abusing your dog when using a bonker? Um, well, in public we actually don't use bonkers. Neighbors, like we usually don't. I mean, there's a lot of ways to abuse dogs. I mean, this is the thing is like, nobody like goes into the vet office and says, you're slicing open dogs, you dog abuser. 
It's like, well, you're doing it to remove something. Well, we're bonking a dog to, like, this is the thing about punishment. I don't randomly just go up to pe dogs and just punish them. Like, I'm reacting to a behavior that they have. The number one reason why I bonk a dog is for over arousal. A dog is out of control. Now, the number two reason is to stop aggression. So, you know, the thing is this, it's all dog training. So I see so many people who allow their dogs to drag them down the street choking on a collar day after day, day after day. That's abuse. Now that doesn't make you abusive if you're doing it because you just don't know any different yet and you're here to learn. But don't tell me that a one second bonk with a goddamn cotton towel comparable to a pillow fight is any worse. So I just, you don't respond. You don't respond, but we bonk, we train the dog. The, the, the number one reason why you're trying to do bonking is for to de-escalate arousal, but also to teach the dog no. Next. Bronwyn, late start tonight. Happy Friday to you both. I hope you guys have an amazing seminar this weekend. Yeah, actually today we're starting at seven here, which is a one hour early start for us. So thanks a lot. Also, if you like the show, give us a thumbs up. If you don't like the show, give us a thumbs down. Also, if you're not part of our channel, like solid canine training and turn on your alerts and then top chats or super chats there's a little dollar sign at the bottom a lot of people like to just be like hey thanks for all the free advice over the years next Britt, when your dog gets stressed is it okay to command to get relaxed i understand not using my voice as much but i would like some clarification thank you yeah if you want again. to i mean if you want to just say relax you can say relax as long as the dog's relaxing like you wouldn't name it until the dog's doing it so if you say relax and it doesn't work it's a wasted word. Relax means keep being stressed. Relax just turns into a marker word of keep doing what you're doing. So I would just relax the dog first, but a remote collar at a low level historically relaxes dogs. One of the things we go over in our seminar is how people, how we use these collars as communication devices. There's so much misinformation out there about myself and my company that all we're doing is correcting high on these dogs. I would say that's usually a one or two time thing. We actually speak to dogs through these remote collars. We actually have conversations with them, not verbally, but through the collar and through dog training, through dog training as well. Next. Janine um, donated $2 Canadian. Oh, thank you, Janine. Thanks. We'll be up in, we're, nothing's scheduled for Canada, but we're planning on two to three seminars up in Canada. Nice. Next. Blessing. Um, this is long, just so you know. Okay. Hi, J&J. Dakota was born an only child and had dog aggression issues that have now been reduced to just nervousness. I'm so the just for full clarification, the dog was born a single puppy. Thank you. Have just been reduced to nervousness. I am perfectly fine with and have accepted that he may never play with another dog. As you know, I've been looking at 40-pound pity mix that he tolerates well. I put them in a pen today with the hopes of teaching Dakota to decline it and invite to play politely because I know she wants to do... All she wants to do is play. Well, today he actually played with her. This was the first time he ever played with a dog in his life. Awesome. I watched their body language and everything was dandy. He didn't even have hackles when he was playing, which is natural. I, do I continue to let him play or do I stop this with supervision, of course? <clears throat> so always the supervision. I don't know. I'm not there. I don't know what it looked like. I don't know if there was small signs that if it got de if it, or if it escalated even more, it would turn into a fight. I don't know how confined they were. I don't know the personality of the other dog. I don't know the history of the other dog. I don't know your skill set. I would hate to say, yeah, have him keep playing and they get into a dog fight tomorrow. And Jeff's like, well, he said to have him keep playing. So I can't give you advice that's, that's, that's ethical without me being there. But if it's going well, take it slow, have safety protocols in place and see how it goes. And maybe have one other person there. But... I'm not there, so I don't know, you know, so you have to be very, very careful because dog fights suck. Next. Rachel, hi Jeff and Joelle, I've been following, listening to your podcast for a while, but never made it to a live stream. I'm excited to be here. I have a pretty solid foundation of obedience training with my dog and awesome. lots of structure. Always went at home, but when I'm going to be moving, but I'm going to be moving soon, and I'm wondering how to ensure that I don't get sloppy and let the structure go when I'm on the road. Okay. I'll be in transition for about a month, mostly living out of my car and staying with a few friends. Do you have any tips for keeping structure while on the road? Yes. So I travel in my RV sometimes for two, up to now up to two weeks at a time, but I used to do two months at a time. Structure is structure is structure. So have structure. Wake up, let the dog out, bring the dog back in, feed the dog go for a walk, like literally keep the same structure. Just stay consistency, stay consistent I mean. 
It's a consistency issue. All right, it's also a discipline issue. So you want to definitely do that. Next. Bronwyn says, how's Hawaii? Hawaii's fantastic. We went surfing today for the very first time. Joelle killed it. Next. Um, Jack, after layering with remote collar for obedience, CS and NCS, how do you use it for a correction? What you do is, CS is continuous stim, where you prompt the dog hundreds of, not hundreds of times, about a hundred times, till they definitely understand it. Then you go to NCS, which is non-compliant stim, that's usually a two to three hundred time repetition. Once the dog absolutely positively knows the command, understands what NCS is, meaning you really have to use it, but when you do, the dog goes back. Now you're ready for, for correction or punishment mode. What that is, and that is a higher level. So that is a higher level. It should, it should relatively be uncomfortable to the dog for non-compliance of a known command. That's how you know when you're ready. Next. Jay, do you take any special precautions or training modifications for dogs with seizures on medication? Yeah, we make sure they get their meds. So uh, I'm not being smarky, snarky, but no, pretty much seizures we really can't control. You know, what's going to activate the seizure? More stress? Well, you're going to be put underneath stress. We're not going to keep you under threshold because the world can make you be, be stressful. So, you know, we've had dogs that have had seizures that have been in our place. As long as they got their meds, they were fine. Our place, believe it or not, it's, 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 it's pretty stress-free compared to the, usually the owner's home. But we push the dog past its, what it thinks its limits are as far as training because that's what we do. At my seminars, I pushed humans past their training um, with their comfort zone. Why? I want humans to be better. We all should be working above our comfort level. Next. Um, Kionda, hi Jeff. So dog is still whining even after correcting on e-collar whether dog is in kennel or on place. Mm -hmm. I've even corrected hi, tips, thanks. Okay, so I get- To add, dog is usually crying because husband left the room or because he wants out kennel or just because he's bored and wants off place. Okay, so number one, none of those three things matter. So if the dog is bored, tough shit. First of all, that's our interpretation. So the, pro the problem is people are not doing enough duration work. I would do sit stays, do a lot of long sit stays, hour, two hour sit stays, up elevated in a chair or on a platform. Usually what a lot of people are doing is they talk too much to their dog. They give their dog too much affection. They spend too much, give their dog way too much attention. And because of that, when you withhold that, the dogs whine more. Or the dog is always actively doing something and they never spent enough time getting it to do nothing. So I've got high drive dogs. I keep them active, but I spend even more time keeping them just relaxing with no play toys. Just just relax, do nothing. So the art of doing nothing is a huge skill to have. As far as whining is concerned, usually by day two of my seminar, all dogs stop whining. So it can be done, it does get done, I do it all the time. But I'm not there, again, I'm gonna keep saying this because I've seen owners describe a situation that they're doing, and I actually see them do it, and I'm like, that's not the way that you describe, nor is it the way that I would do it. A lot of people say, oh, I do it just like you, and I'm like, you're doing it actually the opposite of how I do it. So um, all I can say is, you know, if your husband's leaving, maybe your husband also needs to be holding the dog accountable a little bit more as well and cutting down on the affection. Next. Jack says, catching y'all live for the second time. Awesome. Thanks for being here, Jack. Andrew, my eight-month-old cattle dog mix barks at people on walks. Would a prong collar help correct this behavior? I've seen your videos on how to use the prong collar. So. How do you stop a barking dog through the proper application of punishment for when the dog is barking? Now, what tool do you use? A multitude of them. What you don't do is you don't use a reward-based system to stop barking. You use a punitive-based system to stop barking. So yes, a prong collar dog barks, no, pop. Remote collar, no, pop. Next. Michelle, can you explain the difference between a reactive dog versus an aggressive dog? Can you give specifics on each? Thanks. I can give you exact specifics. An aggressive dog tries to harm slash kill and gets into dog fights with other dogs. A reactive dog just yells and screams and makes idle threats. Next. Scattered Storm, hi, you skipped over my comment. It's okay. No, we no. didn't. No, no, Scattered Storm, we did not see your comments. Probably didn't come through. It probably didn't come through, right. Dark Warrior. So it's not okay, so comment again. So it's not okay. Got it? So you are valuable. Ask your question again. The only time we ever skip over comments is when people, if they're rude 
impolite, name other dog trainers, or the comment's too long and it never posts. But that's not you, Gretchen. Next. Dark Warrior. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Thanks for all you do. I have a three-year-old Roddy who has severe leash reactivity, but only with certain dogs. I've tried e-collar, prong collar corrections, as well as bonking. I'm not sure what I'm missing. Corrections seem to escalate his arousal. Right. The reason is you're most likely doing it too late. Timing is everything. The first sign of arousal is when your correction should take place. The very first ear forward, chest forward, changing of breathing, the information takes place. If you're an alcoholic, I stop you from walking into the bar. I don't allow you to walk into the bar and sit down. I don't allow you to walk into the bar. I don't allow you to even think about going to the bar. Okay? That's when the first intervention. If we talk about rehab of drugs and alcohol, very comparably to the rehab of dogs. So chances are it's your timing. If, you're, if, you're, if the dog is escalating through a correction, number one, you could be also underwhelming your dog. A lot of people call things corrections that they're not corrections. They're nagging consequences. And what happens is the dog escalates. You actually add fuel to the fire. You need to come down with overpowering force, usually at the sm smallest um, arousal. Next. Uh, $2 from Janine. Um, and thank you. she said, thank you for the answer. My trainer put my dog on a slip lead that she responded positively to. Mm -hmm. However, the second we leave her school, she continues to pull. What should I right. do? Okay. Find a trainer that doesn't use slip leads. Okay. Find a trainer that doesn't use slip leads. I can train a dog on a slip lead. Big deal. You can't. Got it? I can do it. You can't. I train on tools that pass off to owners. I'm not trying to impress you by limiting tools and showing you my skill set. I'm trying to empower you to do what you do. You know what was really great about learning how to surf today? I didn't know how to do it and I had to learn a new task. And our teacher was fantastic. And her and I spent a lot of time chit-chatting in the open water about like the art of teaching not the art of surfing because we were talking well, we were talking about how she can improve her business and also how she can start hiring trainers and what qualities to look for because she needs new people to help work for her company just because you're a good surfer that doesn't mean you're a good teaching of surfing some of the best surfers out there might be the worst teachers it's the same thing with dog trainers or she can do things that i can't do so she has to break things down to the smallest thing and she did she was really good at breaking things down things that she takes for granted most likely she broke down good teachers don't do that as well also she can use a great example is this she can surf on a smaller board we can't we needed longer boards why because we're beginners so we, she can surf huge waves. We can't. We worked on barely like on the small waves. Joelle's going to put up some video content. Like our timing, both of our timing was way off. Way off. Was way off. I'm so humbled. So it, make, it gives you a lot of empathy. So everyone, everybody should do that as a dog trainer out there is go and learn a new skill. Yeah. And then you will be fucking humbled beyond belief. Yeah. That's one thing that trainers should do. Or learn a new, a different modality of training. So when I learned how to do explosive detection with Kira, I'm a, everything I did was wrong. Literally, how I held the leash, the timing of my words, the way I moved my feet, the way I moved my body, the tone of my voice, my timing of my rewards. Everything I did was incorrect. And I know how to do all those things, but for pet dog training, it is different. It's a different world. It's a different world out there. Next. Man, dropping the knowledge today. It's so true though. Like, I, I got more knowledge too after listening to that Jordan Peterson <laughs> video about a bunch of about, about a bunch of people out there, dog trainers out there that have no that have no bravery or courage. Yeah. But I don't know if I want to go down that road today. We got one ninety nine from John. He says much love from Illinois. Love the bulldog instavids. Oh thanks. From your one on ones. Thank you. Yeah, we were, funny we were there for three hours. They had six fight six dogs who fight. Six dogs. Next. Um, I'm trying to because I had to scroll down because yeah. So some of some of the, some of the so what happens is anything less than a 4.99 top chat doesn't go to the top. So we apologize for that. All right, Kristen, we're moving in the next few days. My mom has a cat. We have a plan to keep animals separate at first because Boxer has high prey drive. Yep. Want to teach the Boxer the place command to help with this? 
Okay, if you got a few days, you better bust your ass doing it. So start with my how-to video and do it. And also what you can do is you can put the dog into avoidance. You make it suck with the remote collar to chase the cat. And that's with a high level correction on the remote. Chase the cat, that sucks. Dog stops chasing the cat. Dogs historically don't do sucky things. Next. Scattered Storm, what are some dog-on-dog behaviors that you look to correct when teaching dogs to interact appropriately with each other? Right now we do, we teach them how to exist first. Existence is first, plus I need to know more about the dogs. So I need to know, have they ever gotten into a dog fight before? Do they have any play skills? What's their play style? Um, what's their energy style? Um, what, what tells do they give? Um, how much dog-dog interaction? Do they like to be sniffed? Um, and then we also make sure that there's no overly sniffing of genitals, absolutely no humping, no, no, no dominant posturing. Um, um, also over arousal, we try to get them just to exist with each other first. Next. Jeff, Jeff, is four months too young to start e-collar training? No, it's not, but also what's your skill set? Blessing. Well, hold on, I wasn't done. Oh. I didn't even say next. Oh. You, you, you Man, you're in a rush to get up this show done, aren't you, today? Okay. Well, you just like awkwardly pause. Okay, so what I'm saying is, so I don't know what your skill set is. Also, you're not teaching it, you're not using it for corrections, you're using it just for obedience. It all, working levels, next, sorry. Blessing, I use a dressage whip with an e-collar on my boy because the pity mix isn't e-collar trained yet, although I don't think it matters. Yeah, it doesn't matter, next. Midgey, formerly too shy to say hi, fan here. Hey. Fun fact is the reason I finally reached out is because I'm motivating a client to be more outspoken, so I have to practice what I preach. As you always, thanks. You do. Excellent. Mm, Andy, my boyfriend's dog got attacked by another dog. Oh, no, 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 no. My boyfriend's dog attacked Attacks another dog, dog. Okay. that came into her space at an off-leash area. This has happened before. Should we just keep her on leash all the time or have her on e-collar for correction or Skype? Stresses me out because he takes her to off-leash areas often. Okay, number number one, you've got Match.com, you've got Harmony, you've got Tinder, you've got J-Date, you've got um, uh, Russian Brides, you've got a bunch of different Russian men actually, um, farmer men that are farmers. You've got all kinds of other options out there besides an irresponsible boyfriend who takes his aggressive dog to an off-leash area knowing his dog's gonna get into dog parks. Okay, so if you're watching this, boyfriend, I'm gonna call you out, I'm gonna call you out on your shit. You are bringing your known aggressive dog to an off-leash area where your dog gets into dog fights. I believe she said again, correct? Well, the dog got in, in her space in an off-leash area, but and it, yes, it's happened. Before. Okay, but that dog should know how to be greeted then, or it shouldn't be there. So you don't go to off-leash dog areas unless your dog has a pretty good understanding of asshole dogs and not exploding on them. So go somewhere else. So we don't go to dog areas, but our dogs are off-leash all the time. We create our own dog areas. But it's irresponsible. It's irresponsible. If your, do your boyfriend's dog attacked my dog and I knew that it was attacking other dogs because word spreads really quick in these off-leash areas, it's like, well, you're paying the vet bill and you might have to undo like lots of, tra redo training here on this dog. So, but I'd be, you know, call him out of shit. I just did. Next. Dark Warrior, thanks so much, Jeff. I really appreciate everything you do. You're welcome. Thank you. Andy, surfing, how fun. Going to try kiteboarding sometime. I'm trying it all. Right now we're only here. We're actually here for a seminar, so we'll see. We'll see how I hobble around tomorrow. <laughs> Gonna be an interesting weekend. Tell your story. What happened? What happened to your foot? Um, I was up at 2 a.m. Um, we're in Hawaii. We're in Oahu and they have an outdoor washer and dryer. So last night I did uh, the laundry and I was taking the clothes. I wanted to go out there and get the clothes out of the dryer. So I went outside and I went down. I tripped over a step and I flew another bicycle. I flew, stumbled, stumbled, stumbled a good 10 feet and landed in, uh, in um against a bunch of bicycles, and I ripped up my toe. Broke. He still served today though, how the I, fuck I, you I, did I, that? I probably fractured my toe and my foot swelled up to twice the size. <laughs> He's like, I'm still gonna go surfing. Yeah, but surfing was good. I probably can't, I probably can't do a push-up though with my foot in, the, in that right position. No. I have to do a one-footed push-up. Good. You know? So, up until then I've had this really nasty cough and had to go to the emergency room for that, because it's been going out for a while and today I get 
today at this, but still fucking showing up, man. Still here tonight. Still showing up. No, no, no fucks given. No excuses. <laughs> He's bleeding all over himself today. Yeah, like, and all these fucking pussies out there—they fucking have an excuse for everything. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> it's like, oh well, show up anyway. Megan, <clears throat> seeing slow but steady progress for pulling and general behavior on the prong collar with just a little work every day. Also, getting better focus. Thank you. I'm learning from you all the time. Awesome. Proud of you. Mm-mm. Michelle, to add, could reactivity simply mean a dog wanting to greet another dog? Sure, yeah. Tail is wagging during reactivity. Does yeah. that mean anything? Yeah, it's arousal. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's not allowed. I don't care. Okay, I'm walking down the street. Your dog is pulling towards me. I don't care why. Stop your dog. My dog does not want to meet your dog. I don't want to meet your dog. So, one of the, some of the most intense leech reactive dogs that I've ever worked with, they go to daycare every day. They get along great with dogs. They're just so excited to meet other dogs. That's why don't let dogs meet on leash. Don't let dogs meet in public. Next. Um, well, I want to make sure I'm not like, skipping over anything here. I feel like stuff's getting out of weird order. Um, <clears throat> Michelle, to add, I already read that. Bronwyn, I have anxiety dreams almost every night about work and me screwing up at work, end up hurting the dogs and crashing my car. Do you ever get anxious about work? You seem so confident. Um, do I get anxious about work? No. Do I do I have a very challenging job in life? Yes. But I love it. That's my fuel. That's my fuel. So, you know, all of all by the way, it makes who's that, Bronwyn? Mm-hmm. So Bronwyn, just to let you know, it means you're normal. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm abnormal. So what I mean by that is all of your concerns are probably very similar to a lot of other people's concerns. But all of your concerns might keep you from screwing up at work. But guess what? I hope you do screw up at work. Hopefully it won't harm, get a dog harmed or a human harmed. But life is, you learn from screw ups. And that's why that 90% of the, 90% of the people out there won't do shit with their lives because they're afraid of making mistakes or they're afraid of being judged by their peers or by complete strangers. They're afraid to put themselves out there. So screw up at work. Make a mistake. Hopefully it won't be bad that it would harm someone. Or find a guaranteed job where you won't have to take any risks at all. But life is full of risks. And it's those of us that actually can put ourselves out there that will risk, that will make progress. But if, but if you want life to be guaranteed, it ain't gonna work that way. There is no guarantees. There is no guarantees. You ask that dude or that girl, that gal across the, the, the bar for her phone number or his phone number, there's a chance they might say no. Guess what? There's a fucking chance they might say yes. Take that chance. Take it. We live one life. It's short. You're fucking here. You were born. You are here. Go do it. Next. Damn. Jack, Jordan Peterson fan here. Go on that rant. Sounds interesting. Yeah, go go Rex TV. Watch the Rex TV um, interview that he did. Um, Just to put in Rex TV, Jordan Peterson, it's a 57 or 58 minute video. Um, It gets really, really good 15 minutes in. And you see Jordan um, as is the most vulnerable that I've ever seen him in his life. And he made a great statement out there. One of the things, there's two really, really important points that he made out there. A couple of them was this. <clears throat> when you listen, if you listen to all the news people, which are his critics, and then you listen to his audience, the people that go to his seminars, the people that read and buy his books, there is a massive, massive, massive dis, 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 disconnect or disparity okay, difference in how they view him. Which one is true? The person that's looking to just for the headline to make him look bad or the people that actually follow him word by word? The people with an agenda to destroy him or the people that actually follow him and are empowered by him. 
He said that. Also, you see Jordan at Dr. Peterson at his most vulnerable you've ever seen. He probably broke down through more than 50% of that video. In fact, 100% of that video, you can tell he was on edge. The brink of a nervous breakdown. And what he has done for a cause, knowing that he's putting himself and his family and his sanity and his health, what he's going through to speak the fucking truth is that that's what a man is. I'm not being chauvinistic here, but for all my fellow dog trainers out there, for all my fellow dog trainers out there who are doing exactly what I do, exactly what I do, okay? I know a hundred of you that are bonking fucking dogs and you fucking won't stand up and say, you know what, I don't like Gelman either, he's a dick, but guess what, I also bonk dogs. You don't even have the balls to do that. You don't have the fucking courage to do that. You're not a goddamn fucking man. You don't have the fucking balls to stand up and say, what's the big fucking deal? I bonk dogs too. You don't have to stand up for me, but you should be standing up and being counted and being held accountable, but instead you will stay silent. Because you're not a man. You don't have courage. You don't have bravery. You're not looking at the bigger picture. You're being selfish and you're only thinking of yourselves. But you're afraid to speak the fucking truth. For all you people out there working aggressive dogs that haven't had to choke a dog out before, you're liars. You don't speak the truth. Because you don't have courage and you don't have bravery. It's the man that speaks the truth that is brave knowing that the consequences are going to be bad because he'll do it for the truth. But oh no, it's all fun to sit back and watch and like all the fucking negative comments that we always get. Meanwhile, we're out there fighting the fucking fight, speaking the truth because we are brave and we are courageous. That's what I got out of Jordan Peterson. Holy fuck. Sorry. Damn. Someone's got it's got to be said and I won't name names, but I swear to God you there's five trainers that everybody puts up on a fucking pedestal that guess what they're all bonking dogs every single one of them is Fucking cotton towel gets me death threats bunch of motherfuckers out there next Your third time will come. They'll be next watch karma's a bitch. Yep, and you know what I will stand up for them that's the, that's the funny part. I will stand up for them because I will stand up for the fucking truth. Mm -hmm. And I will fight the fucking fight. But oh no. Nope. And look what happened to England. They're going to be banning tools because everybody over in England is afraid to stand up and speak the truth. They're afraid to fucking go up against a bunch of goddamn anonymous haters online. People that have never worked with dogs that are challenging. Next blessing. I agree with your example of knowing versus teaching. Here's another one. Just because you are fluent in English doesn't mean you would be good at teaching it to people that Correct. speak a foreign language. Correct. Right. Exactly. It's a skill set. The art of teaching is a skill set. Next. Kionda, when teaching recall, should I practice inside before outside? Absolutely. Get your pattern. When outside, should I buy a longer leash? Thanks again. Okay. So practice all your skill set inside. Get the dog to understand what the remote collar is. Get the dog to understand how to turn the pressure off to come to you to put into a sit, make sure your markers are on are, are on point, work the dog, hundreds and hundreds of repetitions, and then also work the, then, then also what I want you to do is have um, a longer line outside, 15 foot up to 50 foot, and then do it there as well, low distractions, then start adding, adding environmentals in. So inside, no distractions, and then start proofing, add environmentals. Outside, start from no distractions, and then add environmentals. Next. Kristen, thanks guys, appreciate it. We'll definitely be doing this, thank you. Awesome, next. Bronwyn, ouch, Jeff. Not much you can do about a broken toe anyway. All no. you can really do is tape it to the one next to it. Yep, and keep fucking walking. Yeah. So your foot swells up to the size of a watermelon. Yep, oh well. I, I can hobble just fucking fine. You sat and iced it today. I sat and iced it twice today, actually. Good. I'm going to ice it one more time tonight. Thank God you actually listen to me sometimes. I, 
Jay says, take care of yourself. I'm taking very good care of myself. Did you take ibuprofen? I took four already, twice. Next. Blessing. I have a cough too, man. Yes, I know. Daniel, I don't know how I avoided this. I've been with, like traveling with you for the past two weeks, but... I know. Knock on wood. Yep. Daniel, good place to get a good prong collar to help with pulling. Yeah, our website, but you don't have to give us any money. Amazon. The problem with Amazon, they have a bunch of knockoffs now. They don't know they have knockoffs. They're not in the prong collar business. You want to find a Herm Sprenger prong collar. Just because the picture on the catalog sheet or the website says that that's is, that's a stock photo. That doesn't mean they're shipping that. It's not their fault, though. They don't know. So go to our website. You'll get a guaranteed real Herm Sprenger prong collar. Next. <clears throat> Bronwyn. Yeah, as a dog walker, the days I've learned the most are the days that something goes wrong. Damn right they are. I love what I do, and I was so happy to find it. Yep. Mickey Next. Frank says, good morning. Yep. Jeff, can you elaborate more on your e-collar usage and training experience comment? Say one, one more time. Can you elaborate more on your e-collar usage and training experience comment? I, that would take forever. My e-collar experience, $10,000. No, it's for the four-month puppy. Is it too young to start oh, training? Oh. You said it depends on your skill set or something. Oh, oh, oh. So I need to... It all depends if you understand. So you watch our video on continuous... So the only thing you should be doing with this remote collar, I thought he was like, what's your e-collar experience? It's like, it's like how, do you, how do you answer a question like that? Like, I've used it for everything. Um, 10,000 dogs, like, it's, it's never-ending. There's a lot of experience, but... What you're doing is, what you make sure, all you're doing is continuous stim and non-continuous stim. What you're doing is you're training the dog on the leash first, layering the remote collar with pressure on, pressure off, teaching that dog escape training, how to escape the stim, how to shut off the stim, how to shut off the stim. Um, and it's all at low working level. You're still pairing it with food. The dog's still loving the work. Next. Um, Bronwyn. I was very lost on where I stood in the world when I found this job working with dogs. I know this is what I'm meant to be doing. I've awesome. never been more passionate about anything in my life. Awesome. Congratulations. Next. Kaylee J. Good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hope Hawaii is treating you well aside from the tumble. I'd love to go back there someday. Loving the rants tonight. Yeah. Hawaii's been great. We've been we've been, we've been been working out almost every day. Almost every day, actually. Today was a workout. Surfing was a workout. Yeah. I'd consider it yep. a workout. Yeah. We worked out. We've been working out every day. We're eating. But we always eat very, very healthy. I've been like 100% plant-based here. I don't think I've eaten one piece. Oh, no, I've had some fish. You've had it. fish. Yep. Next. Um, blessing, you have to tell me who those trainers are. I will rain no. hell on them. No, I don't do that because only assholes do that. I don't, I'm not interested in doing that. I'm not, that wasn't like a threat. It was more of a, it was a, it was a more of stopping a damn pussy. No, I, I would never do that. I, I, I never name trainers. They know who they are. Most dog trainers use aversives. Anybody out there that's stopping unwanted behavior, okay, anybody out there that's truly stopping unwanted behavior is using an aversive. It's just the way it works. Dogs don't stop unwanted behaviors through rewards. We clicker train and food train every dog that comes into our facility. But we stop all unwanted behaviors. But we, we all, all of my trainers have food pouches filled up with kibble. We all use clickers because we're training dogs on obedience too. We're also counter conditioning dogs. But if you don't know how to use an aversive, you're going to be limited on what you can do for a client and what you can do for a dog. And you're going to leave a dog and a client struggling for a very long period of time. But thousands of dog trainers use bonkers. Your parents used a bonker. It was probably called a shoe or a pillow or anything that they can reach and throw at the dog. Mm -hmm. That's why your dog listened to them. Next. Kaylee J, haters always come out. My friend has been ridiculing my dog training methods and she bashed me behind my back when she was living with me. Never once talked to me about the issues she was apparently having. Needless to say, I keep her arm's length now and don't consider us friends anymore. Expected to get hate, but didn't expect it from a friend. Yeah, well, what happens when you start becoming really successful, it becomes a very lonely industry. It's very, very lonely. But that I would ban and delete your friend, your supposed friend. So when it comes to this whole dog world, it's really, really interesting. Sure is. Because you know why there's a lot of not nice people in the dog world. That's why. They don't know how to actually interact with humans. They don't know how to have a human conversation. They don't like humans. That's why they got into the pet industry. But guess what? You have to deal with humans. And not just human clients, but colleagues as well. So if you want to be successful, I will, I'll say this, I will say it again, and I will say it again. You can be an average dog trainer, average, 
Don't have to even touch aggression. Average dog trainer. Be extremely nice human being. Have good to great human skills. Have basic knowledge of how businesses run, which is another thing a lot of dog trainers have zero idea what they're doing, how businesses actually run. That's why they're trying to tear down my business because they don't know how to build up theirs. That's what dog training is. So I'm a business owner, which is a bad word in dog training because that means you don't care about the dogs. It's like, no, I care so much about the dogs. I'm trying to gener generate enough, as much revenue as I can so I can hire more people to train more dogs to help more families. Next. Andrew, if I see my dog show initial signs to bark at people on the walks, ears perked and staring, should I correct it at the time on the prong collar? Yes. Bingo. Next. Kaylee J. Um, nope, I already read that. Ash Vela. Took our 11-week-old puppy to the vet for his shots and brought up his nippiness, suggested toys or treats for distraction. It was shocked when I told her I had tried that and it significantly got worse. Of course it did. Told her I pushed on his tongue when he'd bite me and it got better and she acted shocked and confused. Great medical vet, but come on. This is a vet? Really? Has a vet ever owned a puppy before? So, dog nips, present it with a reward, which is a treat or a toy. Okay? We have a behavior, we present a reward, we will get more of that behavior. It's, it's called Dog Training 101. It, these are simple concepts. Behavior, reward, equals more of that, what you just rewarded. Behavior, aversive, punisher, makes it less of what we get. This is, this is the foundation of all dog training. It's the foundation of all dog training. For some reason, a good population of the dog trainers out there don't understand that concept. Next. Um, Chris, when training Collie, he gets overly excited and won't calm down. I like that he enjoys training, but then he starts to make more mistakes because of it. Tips? Correct. So watch your praise and possibly if you're still using food. If so, if food is getting him overly aroused, you have to cut down on food to do a no food. If verbal praise is getting him too excited, you've got to cut down on that, make things a little bit more neutral. Also, you can correct an overly aroused dog. They'll still want to work. It gives them more clarity, if anything. Next. Um, Andy, also love Jordan Peterson. He's from my hometown in Alberta. I've seen him speak live and he's awesome. He's beyond awesome. Next. Lacey, hey guys, when are y'all coming to Denver? Um, when we have a location. We have no location there yet. So we need a location in the Phoenix, Tucson area, the Denver area, San Diego. We need one in Calgary. We need one in Toronto. So if you have locations for us to go to, they have to be, they have to be pretty much owned by fans or owned by somebody that the haters can't shut down because people make a humongous effort to shut down my seminars. They put a lot of effort into it. So, prior to prior to them, they, they harass my hosts. They harass my hosts to the point of being criminal. And now I'm encouraging hosts to, to press charges, and some of them have been. We just had we just had somebody actually. Um, one of my hosts is actually pressing charges against somebody because of harassment and an arrest report was brought out. This person has a permanent record now. Could you imagine that? Mm. You're not allowed to do that. You actually are not allowed to do that. And you also cannot make threats online. Yep. Yep. I don't think people understand that. It's not your First Amendment right to threaten somebody. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. It also breaks the code of conduct conduct of, in your user agreement of every social media platform out there. Screenshot, gets reported, you're, you'll never be able to be on that platform again. So people need to be careful. Next. I wish they were that strict with them. Yep. Um, Daniel, how long are your Skype sessions? Um, 30 minutes or 60 minutes, you decide. Next. Bronwyn, I have a family that were adverse to bonking and now their two dogs who barked all the time for nine years are quiet and they couldn't be happier. Yep. Only took a couple of bonks and now they know what's what. Yep. Exactly. Nine years fixed in probably two seconds. Couple bonks, each bonk is one second long. Two seconds. Nine years. I hear this over and over and over and over and over again. Well, couldn't they have tried something else? That's not the point. This worked. It's all that really matters. If something else can work that effectively, then go ahead and do it. I don't really care. I don't care how people train their dogs, but train them. 
Next. Ashvela, yes, it was our vet we've used for years. Fantastic on the medical care side. Going to take her behavior advice with a grain of salt going forward, though. Right. So don't don't bring up that conversation with that vet then. Next. Andrew, thanks, guys. I'm going to be introducing my girl to the prong collar tomorrow. Excited for results. Yeah. I mean, also depends on your skill set. Remember, the prong collar is a communication tool. It's only as good as the person behind that's holding the leash. Always remember that. Next. Jay, store suggestions that allow dogs to work on training? Try your big box stores. Try your big box stores. Usually Home Goods, Home Depot, Lowe's. Usually do it. Tractor Supply. Petco. You know, Pet, Petco, Smart, But that's like the Wild West. So be and really honestly, like we've ran into off-leash dogs in there. I'm like, you kidding me? In the store, dogs are off-leash now? Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, they think it's a big play area. Um, Bronwyn said it worked like a damn charm and it always does. Sure does. Next. That's it right now. That's all we got. It's late. On the East Coast. It's late everywhere. It's early over in the in Europe. Yeah. It's only five in the morning there. Right. So nobody's watching. About right. It. But we have we've got we've got we've got a few. We've got the West Coast. It's only nine forty-five. Mm. You know, and there's Mountain Time and Central Time. It's not that. It's not that. It's not that late. Late for me, man. Yeah, I know. Like honestly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we got a big we got a big big seminar tomorrow. Sure it's do. It's gonna be nice. Yeah, I'll ice this foot again, more ibuprofen. It'll be good. It's gonna be good. It's been good. It's been great out here. Weather's been really, really good out here. We rented a Jeep with, a, with no, took the roof off. Oh my God, all the locals have been doing this to me lately. I feel like I belong here. I'm like, I actually get this instead of this. Okay. Cool. You can move here. I think I will. Okay. Um, he, he our said, host already he, offered me a job, so cool. she said I could live here. Great. Great. <laughs> Next. Uh, um, Megan says, I'm staying up to watch you guys get into a bad day. Oh, sorry I had a bad day, Megan. Mia says it's 6.45 in Germany. Yep. Bronwyn said, yeah, it's almost 11 p.m. here. Nice. Jack, how is barbecue in Austin? I'm from the DFW area. Barbecue in Austin? Um, I mean, we went to Rudy's. So there's Rudy's up there, I imagine, as well. It was good. Next. Nicole, um, 9.45 in Seattle. Pretty late here. Finally catching a live, though. 9.45? Seattle? Yep. Yep. Next. Jay, Molokai is one of my favorite places on Oahu. You should visit it if time permits. I don't have time. We might Monday, we're not sure what flight we're taking out yet. Um, yeah. We've got to figure that out. If we're going to be here in the, until the early afternoon or if we're going to end up leaving at night. We've got a ticket. We got a flexible ticket, so we've got to figure that out. We'll, we'll probably decide Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, and what we're gonna do? I mean, getting back, it's gonna make no difference. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, it's been, it's been beautiful. The, the beaches here are beautiful. The waves are beautiful. Everything's been great. Everything's been really, really great. Interesting home construction on the older homes. Very. Just single single wall stuff. Yeah, no insulation. No insulation. Single wall. Chickens everywhere. Literally, if you want to put your TV, you hang your TV. The bolts you use to hang up your TV go right through the house and you see them on the other side of the house. Yeah. Yeah, it's just interesting. Interesting. Bronwyn, do you enjoy traveling all the time or does it get tiresome? What do you What do you think? I love it. I love every minute of it. I love it. Um, it's exhausting. It is, yeah. It's so, it, so it's exhausting. I mean, um, but that's not a negative. I mean, it's exhausting, but it's rewarding. Being able to help people around the world is fantastic. Um, I love meeting people everywhere. That's you know really really great. Um, so I mean, but yeah, it's exhausting. But that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. I mean, all hard all all hard work is exhausting. Mm -hmm. You know, in my opinion, anything worth doing is exhausting. Next, Daniel, any advice with digging? Yeah, digging is um, you're gonna do a remote collar and put it on a pretty high level. Hold it down for three seconds. Make it suck. Make it um, suck. Is that it? Oh, yeah, next. You yep. next. Yep, sorry, next. Mia just came home right now to the live stream. Is there a special theme today? We never have a special theme. It's always Q&A. So these, these lives and the next question I always ask, like, how often do you do them? Historically, we do them Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But, but it's a seminar weekend, number one. That's why we're doing it on Friday. We found that it's easier to do it on Friday. Number two, we're in Hawaii which is a five hour time difference from where we live. So um, we weren't gonna do a show at three o'clock in the afternoon. 
Um, so, uh, but that's historically what it is. We never have themes though, they're always Q and A's. Sometimes they go off on a rant, all depends if there's like time I'm trying to fill or if Joel like will say something that will make me like, that will, that will trigger a rant. Or, I've got a rant that we can go on. Or she'll, um, uh, but we probably have some more questions next. Mm, yep. Glow, I just got a dog that is so fearful of women, just me talking to him makes him growl aggressively. What do I do? I don't want to give him up. How can I make him trust me and not attack me? Okay, we don't know if it's fear, number one. You might just own an aggressive dog. Historically, dogs do pretty well around women because rescue is female-based. It's usually the opposite. So you, you just got a dog and he's growling at you. Okay. You Did you say she loves him? She says she doesn't want to give him up. Oh, she doesn't want to give him up. Good. I was going to say, how can you love a dog that you just got that's already growling at you? Um, you don't want to give him up. Well, I'm not there. I don't know you. I don't know what you're doing. You might be putting too much pressure on the dog. The best thing to do is to exist around this dog. Don't be too demanding right now. Keep a leash on this dog. Just have him go with you and do things you want. But be careful about too, too much pressure, too much affection. I've seen a lot of people, what they do is they rescue a dog and they wanna, they wanna like be overly affectionate with it because they assume it had a bad life. Meanwhile, the dog doesn't like that type of spatial pressure. So it's growling at you, saying, back away. That's how dogs communicate. Um, a good correction could stop that. So let's see. I mean, it sounds like he's not this happy-go-lucky right now. Also, how long ago did you get the dog, does it say? Just, 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 just. what does just mean? I mean, did you pick up this afternoon or have you had it for a couple of weeks? Next. Daniel, local trainer said burying the dog poop in the hole helps. Okay. How many times has that dog trainer done it successfully? I've heard that too. Fill it up with water. And you know what? Guess what comes walking in your house? A dog covered head to toe in poopy water. It doesn't work. They'll just find another hole to dig in. They'll just go to another hole, another area, and dig. And how much poop do you need to put in there? And then my dog has got poop all over his paws. And then they track it in the house. And then my dog smells like ass. Or put a remote collar on the dog, and when the dog starts digging, you make it suck. That's what works. That I've done, not thousands of times, probably hundreds of times. Next. Mm, Eric. Um, when a dog breaks a sit or down stay off leash when giving the command to put them back in position, what is the optimal time frame to correct if the dog doesn't respond or tries to move extremely slow? Well, the correct or the marker word. So the marker word you want of no to happen as soon as the dog breaks the command. But if your dog's working slow, what I would do is I'd put him back on a leash and role play all that. So role play, getting the dog to break the command, it's called proofing, and we do that all the time. Some people say, oh, you're teasing the dog. It's like, no, I'm proofing the command to make sure my dog holds command under different environmentals. Next. So optimal, sorry, optimal time, the marker word should be as soon as the dog breaks the command. Next. Bronwyn, cannot wait till you're here in Calgary. I can't wait to meet you both. Still looking for a venue. Yep, we're trying to get there. We're trying to get there. Next. Um, Jay, it's so interesting in conversation with others hearing about their dog's bad behaviors people put up with. Yeah, people put up with horrific behaviors um, because a lot of people just don't feel like there's any hope but that's how it's supposed to be. Or they also don't know how good it can be. They also have the bar set very, very low. So most people don't know how great life with a well-behaved dog can be. So training is one thing, behavior is another. I separate them. Some people are like, it's all the same. It's actually far different, okay? It's far different, okay? The Unabomber, the Unabomber went to, to, to Harvard just because he's really, really smart. That doesn't make him a good person, all right? There's serial murderers that are highly intelligent. In fact, most serial murders actually, I think, skew in the high intelligence you know, um, uh, bracket. So there's a difference between smart and being a nice human being. Next. Glow, he was abused by a woman with my boyfriend. He is fine. He loves him. Okay. So well, we don't know if he loves him. He just doesn't growl at him. So if the dog was abused by a woman, number one, do you know that for a fact? Do you have the video footage? Did you see it or was it hearsay from the rescue? 
it's hearsay from the rescue, I would say it's a 50% chance that it's false because rescues actually lie. It's pretty standard operating procedure in a lot of rescues to lie. They have people that literally, okay, there's been three people that I have met at my seminars, their job was to make up a story at a rescue of a dog. That was their job, make up a sob story to get the dog more adoptable. So we don't know that. Second of all, you can't, what you do is just work the dog. Work the dog. Next. $5 top chat from Eric. Thanks for answering my question. You're welcome, Eric. Ron Wynn said, I found a few community centers, but I remember you saying public places don't usually work out. Um, what happens with the community centers is this. We booked the seminar at the community center. We'd have to have a contract. All of a sudden, and this is up in Calgary, so this is, or up in Canada somewhere, all of a sudden they get 500 phone calls and 1,000 emails um, all in one day saying don't rent to, to Jeff Gelman because he abuses dogs at a seminar. Are they going to cave or are they going to stand up for, for their rights? Are they going to honor the contract? So, you know, I would do it. Meanwhile, my seminars are very, very successful. I'm the number one seminar, pet dog seminar speaker in, in, in the country. In the United States of North America, so that doesn't mean I. I'm not talking. This is this is pet dog, so you know the people that actually want to show up and want to be there love every minute of it. But you have a couple of people out there who, because they saw one barking video by somebody with an agenda, they assume they know everything about me. That's because people are sheep, and they don't know how to actually make their own decisions. All they've got to do. <coughs> All they've got to do is go through our Instagram feed. All they've got to do is go through our Facebook feed and see what the, <coughs> the work we actually do is. All they've got to do is watch any of the testimonial videos from my seminars. <clears throat> no. People see what they want to see. They see what they want to see. Next. Blessing. I know a Belgian Malinois that hated women and loved the husband but not the wife. She loved any man. I'm not going to make a joke about it, LOL. No, I mean... <coughs> It's it's true. I mean, it, it, it could be a lot of things. There could, be, there could be a lot of variables. Again, I'm not there. I don't know what it looks like. So I can only answer so much. So, <clears throat> excuse me. The only thing I can say is don't try to be this dog's friend. <clears throat> don't try. Just exist with the dog. Literally exist with the dog. And don't take it personally. Next. Bronwyn said, I was thinking about making a joke blessing. Next. Glow, he used to be my boyfriend's mom's dog and she neglected him and abused him. We just got him today. If my boyfriend is home, he's fine. Okay, so you just got him today. You got him, you've had him for one day and he growls at you. So, let's see how tomorrow goes. Next. Um, Dark Warrior, do you recommend the mini educator, e-collars, or dog tra? I currently have my dog on a dog tra. Um, if you already have a dog tra, use the dog tra. If it's working fine for you, let it work. Just, just, just do that. We use e-collar technology, though. Next. Andy, you two are so fun. So glad I have my dog and found solid canine training. I would watch you guys even if I didn't have a dog for the life advice. It's like free therapy. Oh. Thank you so much for saying those kind words. We hear that a lot. We actually have a pretty big fan base of people that don't own dogs. Next. Michelle, just jumped on. How are you feeling? Hugs. <coughs> right now. <laughs> Falling I'm, apart. Right now, I'm having a hard time <coughs> getting this tickle out of my throat. I'm feeling fantastic. Life is fucking good. I woke up this morning. Next. Can we end the show at 8? Sure. Next. We have a few more. The Vertically Challenge. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. Late night live chat. Nice. Yes. Earliest age to prong collar trained dog? Historically, 12 to 14 weeks old. And that's just to get them. You're not using it for corrections at all. You're just getting them used to it. Next. Jesse, I have a 15-week-old staff-fired shear bull terrier, 13 pounds. Does great with obedience, too small for slip lead, trying to work on walking next, and she pulls and chokes herself when she sees a dog or person. Right, well, we don't use slip leads to train. Put your dog on a prong collar. So you get a 2.25 millimeter prong collar, don't get a slip lead, it'll choke it. Next. Um, I am DJ, can't make the San Fran next month, will make it the next time though. Okay, good, why don't you try to make it to Seattle? Come to Seattle the week before. Next. Jay, so sad people make a decision from a small clip and not check the source. People, Jay, but that's that's the nature of at least social media in the United States right now. People make decisions on sound bites all the time. Yep. They make, you know, we all, we actually do. I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. 
I do my best to think everything through, check my sources. I, the biggest thing I want to know is what's your agenda. The most important thing is what's, I'm really good at figuring out what people's agendas are. What's that person's agenda? Like every single person I've ever had to fire, I don't expect them to say anything good about me. Right? I fired them. I fired them. Why would they say something good about me? What's the What's the agenda? What's the agenda? Next. Um, B rips. How do I keep my dog in a downwell in the back seat during car rides? Get sick, and I'm thinking keeping her in a down would help. Keeping her a down, and then doing long duration down, and highly structured in the home, highly structured in every part of the dog's life. Create your dog at night. Create your dog during the day when you're not home. Um, hold your dog accountable. Cut down on affection. Make sure the dog doesn't get overly aroused. Dog in the down state, make sure it knows how to do, do, do a down. Make sure your dog can do a one hour down, not in the car. And then in the car, you reinforce that. Next. Um, blessings says I personally like e-collar technology better. Okay, everyone's got their own personal choice. Yep. Yeah. They are diff, they're, they're definitely different stim patterns. Next. Um, Brahman said the same thing. She likes the mini educator. Yep. yep. That's it. Awesome. We're going to end the show right now, guys. We've spent a long weekend. We've got a big weekend ahead of us still. I'm, uh, you know, it's time for us to go anyway. It's late. All right. Madly in love with you. We'll be back on. Madly we're not love. sure when. Monday night, we're not because we'll be probably be traveling. We'll be on an airplane. So we'll be Wednesday night, most likely. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a show. So we'll see everybody back on Wednesday night. I just want to do on Sunday night, but we'll see. we'll see. But most likely, but most likely Wednesday night. All right. Madly in love with all you guys. Take Good care. Night. Jeff Gelman Seminars.com to see up to date seminar locations um, and times and dates and solid canine training on all the different platforms so you can see the actual work that we're doing. All right. Keep so, an eye out for the surfing video. I'll probably edit that. Right. Sure. Now. Yep. Right. Take care, guys. Good Bye. Night.